So I'd like to talk a little bit about the Texas grid again, uh, because uh, Riot blockchain was in the news again. Um, for the amount of profits that they made in, I think, July. And it was newsworthy because they made at least half of their profits, not by mining Bitcoin, but by trading energy by locking in cheap energy contracts and flipping them whenever uh, Texas had a scarcity event or when there was high demand for electricity in the summer to cool your home. And it's an interesting topic to discuss what's going on with Bitcoin miners and the green energy movement, especially in relation to what's going on in Europe, right, where they have this energy scarcity going on. And, you know, I think I watched a clip of Ayn Rand, who, who said this was from the 70s when they were having energy problems back then, uh, high inflation, energy shortages. She said that all shortages, or at least this shortage, probably all, it, it's, it's, a, it's a problem of government. It's a problem of not enough freedom to to produce the energy that we need, right? The only reason why these, why we have energy shortages and why it's so expensive is because the bureaucrats in Washington, D.C. Uh, have, have made it prohibitively expensive or flat out banned certain types of energy extraction, of, of energy production. And so... If you look at the natural gas prices in Europe, they've exploded in price, right? So energy is very expensive. Electricity is very expensive. Uh, it's gone up at least eight times from two years ago. That is uh, devastating to most families, right? They, they, already, they already, they have a budget of how much they can afford to pay, you know, electricity. And then it goes up eight times and suddenly, you're in energy poverty, you can't afford to heat or cool your home, basic necessities, right? Basic necessities. And I, I have a huge problem with these Bitcoiners up on their high horse telling people that they can't uh, limit how much energy Bitcoin miners use, while at the same time, these Bitcoin miners are not for freedom. They're not for energy freedom. Therefore, uh, creating shortages themselves, creating volatile prices. They are aligning with the green energy movement in a way that is going to be devastating to Texans and to people in the U.S., as well as people around the world, right? And I can't stand for it. I can't be quiet about it, right? There's not enough Bitcoiners who call this out. There's a couple that do, but most don't. And most of the Bitcoiners are for, they are unprincipled people, right? They're for whatever helps Bitcoin. They're so unprincipled. All they care about is number go up and, and Bitcoin, right? They don't care that you're, you won't be able to afford electricity, natural gas, right? The, the bare necessities to heat and cool your home, to drive your car, right? To, uh, you know, uh, we basically, our whole society depends on having cheap, reliable electricity and that's exactly what the Bitcoin miners don't want, 
right? They want, because the Bitcoin miners not only profit by making, by producing Bitcoin, right? By spending a lot of electricity to mine Bitcoin, they also profit because they're able to uh, lock in long-term power contracts of electricity and then flip them just like an Enron energy trader. Remember, remember the stories of Enron, right? And I was a kid at the time, I think around, you know, the dot-com right, right before that, maybe 1999. So I was too young, but I, I, you know, I remember just hearing the word Enron because it was all over the news, but I didn't know what was going on back then. Uh, you know, and so, but if you, if you were to look it up today, right, if you were to look it up today, uh, you would see that they were basically trading power, that they pioneered this, they, they basically got the government to, uh, the bureaucrats to deregulate the power grid in California. And it was this novel idea that you could now trade this, this commodity, right, called energy. And now you could trade it and now you could arbitrage between states, this was very inventive. Uh, and um, they thought that, well, deregulating the market meant that, that we can now uh, uh, basically create opportunities to make money and to affect how, this, how energy is regulated, right? And so deregulation, it's not about opening the grid up to the free market, right? It's a misnomer. This, this quote-unquote deregulated grid. It's about uh, opening it up to monopoly control, right? The illusion of deregulation. So the Bitcoiners have a lot in common with ESG and this, this, this concept of a deregulated electric grid, right? Because it's deregulated in name only. And maybe this is why a lot of the Bitcoiners, they don't, they don't see it. They either don't see the fact that, that, you know, the Texas grid is not really deregulated. It's not a free and open market. There's definite rules. There's definite uh, people that have total control, right? There's this monopoly structure. It's, it's almost like the Bitcoiners trying to write into code their rules, right? They're, they're all into code as law. Well, they're not really for a free, free open market necessarily, right? They're not, they're not for free and fair trade. They're for, for, for rules that they can dictate in code. And just like the Texas grid is, is deregulated in name only, or is controlled by bureaucrats. It's not a free and open market. Like you might think of, uh, there, there's limits, right? There's, there's bids for electricity, for providing electricity, electric, electricity generators, they bid in the power market. And then the, the, uh, the highest bidder that clears all of the lower bidders are able to get that price when they sell power into the, into the markets. So it's not a free market game. So the Bitcoiners, I don't think that they want to hear it. I don't think that they, they really want to dig down and, and look into it because what they will find is that the Texas power grid is not some deregulated, you know, free market libertarian utopia. It's in fact a regulated, captured, monopoly type bureaucratic nightmare, right? Where you have some bureaucrats in charge at the top demanding, right, that, that's, that a percentage of the power generation that, that is generated or that is bought by consumers 
is in fact of a certain type, right? Renewable. So this isn't a free and fair market. It's the furthest from the truth that, that you could state that. But the Bitcoiners, I think, they don't want to think about it because then they'd have to think about, well, is Bitcoin really deregulated? I mean, is anyone really control, in control of Bitcoin? Is there any liability there for any of the developers, right, perhaps? Uh, maybe they would think about that, right, a little bit harder. But what gets to me about these Bitcoin miners is that a lot of them, most of them, have aligned again with the green movement and championing, right, wind and solar, which are unreliable sources of electricity that, that, that uh, have to be subsidized by the taxpayer, right, through all these government subsidies. It makes the cost of electricity expensive. It's unreliable. Um, you can't predict it, right, because it depends on uh, the weather. Um, so the more you have of that on the grid, the more unreliable your grid's going to become. But the Bitcoiners, they don't want a reliable grid. They make money. Riot blockchain made a lot of money in July. And it wasn't just from mining Bitcoin. Half of that, again, was from selling power contracts that they bought at a low price to consumers of power that had to, had to buy it right when it was hot out hospitals, residents, and they had to pay the high prices. And Riot Blockchain got to profit off of that, not only through ERCOT subsidies, where they, they're in this demand response program where they basically tell them to turn off and they'll pay them to do so, but they also flip their own power contracts, acting like traders. So it's their economic incentive to have more and more unreliable sources of power generation on an electric grid, it's their incentive to have very volatile prices. It's their incentive to lock in low power contract rates and then have the market, you know, have these scarcity events where the retail consumer has to be on the hook for really high prices um, where they can then, so they can turn off, right? And then they can flip these power contracts that they've already bought in the market. And you can only buy power contracts in the market, I guess, if you're a big, large player. Now, it'd be kind of cool if residents could do the same thing that Riot Blockchain is doing, right? Pre-buy your power at low prices and then flip it, say, yeah, I'll turn off. You know, I'll make, you know, 50 times what I paid for this power contract. Sure, I'll go without electricity for a day. Uh, you know, I can make all this money. Yeah, that sounds really great to me, too. Um, but... I just can't stand these these lies, right? And it's most pervasive in the Bitcoin mining space. These outright lies, right? That they're, they're, they a lot of them pretend, right, to come out against the green energy movement, but secretly they're all for it because they realize that it's good for Bitcoin. Not only is it a PR stunt to get ESG a name recognition, you know, maybe you're a publicly traded mining company or whatever. You want the investment, you want those dollars coming into your company, you want to be pro-green Bitcoin. So a lot of them don't really care, right? They're throwing the entire, you know, you know, <laughs> they're throwing everybody under the bus. You actually actually wants cheap, affordable power. And they're screwing themselves, I think, long term whenever this becomes more mainstream. Right now it's kind of quiet. They've they've tried to get ahead of it. Uh, they've done a lot of PR stunts to the Bitcoin community. And there's just not, again, there's just not enough people in the Bitcoin space who are principled, who are honest, 
right? And who talk about these issues, you know, honestly saying we should never have aligned with the green movement. But again, there's just not a lot of principled people in Bitcoin space. They do whatever is good for Bitcoin. They have this saying, you know, everything's good for Bitcoin. And so I don't think they give a damn, right, that your electricity price might go up 10 times like it is in Europe. I don't think they give a damn about having electricity shortages as long as, like, the government doesn't ban them from, you know, being able to buy electricity to mine Bitcoin. But there was this article, the Zero Hedge article that came out. I'll just end on this. The In Texas, um, the amount of energy that the Bitcoin miners want to consume is about equal to the, the entire power market. I guess, of New York. Now, I don't know if that's today or in the future, right? But <clears throat> imagine that, right? Um, it's going to get pretty bad in Texas. I hope you have a generator. I hope that you can withstand high electricity prices because it's coming here. I mean, it's amazing that in a Republican state, <coughs> wind and solar, you know, there's a, there's a huge amount of wind and solar in Texas. It's just the right <coughs> combination here, you know, for why those things are, are you know, are, are, are <coughs> manufactured, put in place here. I'm having a hard time here. Um, I'm coughing, but yeah, so I'm going to end this. I'm going to actually end this here. <coughs>